Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Many of you have reached out to me, letting me know that Life in Purple is helping you conquer your past and live a life out loud. Well, thank you so much for your support. On our most recent episode, I shared information on post-traumatic growth, which is the opposite of post-traumatic stress disorder. PTG happens when a person decides to live life without regret even after the trauma. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to our previous episodes, I want to challenge you to do so because they are filled with valuable tips and action steps that you can make to be the best version of yourself. So to catch all our episodes and find out more about Life in Purple, visit liptalknation.com and there you will find our blog and much, much more. On our show today, we have global thought leader, entrepreneur, innovator, inventor, motivational speaker, and business coach, Mir Ezra. He has built 24 companies in 27 countries, introduced a revolution study technology to the schools in Israel, which helped thousands of school children increase their ability to learn, helping one of their lowest rated schools to become one of the highest rated. He is highly active in personal activities such as karate, motorcycling, and kite surfing, and loves supporting charitable organizations. One of Mir's greatest passions is to help others succeed. He truly has the gift to help others. Welcome to the show, Mir. How are you today? Very, very good. As uh, I told you, I live in heaven in Cape Town, and I'm feeling blessed. So I'm very, very happy to be with you. I love it. Well, I am happy that you are with us as well. I've had a chance to get to know you a little bit, and I can't wait to pick your brain and share with Lip Talk Nation all of your valuable tips to have a positive mindset and to become more successful. Mm -hmm. So before we get into all of that, will you share with us where you are from and how you got your start? Yeah, for sure. So I was born in Israel in a very, very, very small uh, city next to the border. And um, what it means that in, at that time, uh, almost every night we, we used to get bombed. And um, I started to look at life as, wow, what's happening? Every day, uh, every day you get bombed by 60, 100 uh, missiles. And uh, you see people that are suffering. But on the other hand, you see people that really succeed and staying happy and creating and doing impossible things. And um, so I started to look at life as there is much more to life than meets the eyes because you have the, on the one side the problems of a war and on the other side, amazing things happening. 
Um, and very, very, at a very early age, I started to, I realized that I'm very good at electronics and started to building. And by the age of 13, I actually was teaching electronics uh, to adults. And by the age of 18, I went to a very special unit in the Israeli Navy. I was a diver in the submarine. I got to the highest level you can get there. Went, been there for six years. Uh, then went to the Far East, did amazing things there, climbed the Himalaya, did all kinds of crazy things, and started business. And in business, I realized that there is one factor that if you conquer, you have to be a genius to fail. And if you don't, whatever you'll do, you will fail. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm teaching those factors to other people in amongst, of course, doing my own businesses. So this is a very short story of what's happened in the last 53 years. Mir, I can't even imagine your childhood, what you just described, that you experienced bombing, and that was almost a normal thing for you. Now, uh, most of the listeners won't even be able to fathom this, but I admire you so much that you decided to look at life already at such a young age and how to figure that out. You're like, there must be something more. There, Like you said, there was a lot of prosperity as well. And then at the age of 13, you were already teaching adults yeah. about electronics. Mm -hmm. How great is that? That's so admirable. And at age 18, you joined the military and then you went on and did things. You went to conquer things. And that is, uh, I want Lip Talk Nation to understand that anybody can do anything. And that's what I want to pull from you today. And what a fantastic story you've already shared with us. So Mir, I have had the wonderful pleasure, like I said, of meeting with you a few weeks ago. And I've got to say, you gave me a lot to reflect on and put to action. One of the things that stood out to me the most is when you asked me what the definition of the mind was. Since I help people change their minds from negative to positive. So Mir, will you explain to us what your definition of the mind is? Yes. So um, in order to understand the mind, we need to look at the, a person. And when you look at the person, and you ask any, anyone, what is a person? What is he composed of? You will see that most of the people will tell you, you know, there's um, a mind and a brain and a body and maybe a soul. And, and it's, it's fine. But when you start to ask, what does it mean? What's, how will you define a brain? How will you define a mind? And what is the soul? And where is the mind? You will see something very amazing you actually realize that people don't know. They tell you that the mind is the brain and the brain is the mind and, the, and they have some kind of a confusion. They don't actually know what this thing that's called the mind is, is all about, but they know that it's important. They know that any relationship has to do with, your, with changing the, your mind or changing someone else's mind. They know that if you can overcome a problem, it's got to do with your state of mind. They know that it's something to do with the mind, but they don't know what the mind is. So because you don't know what the mind is, how can you control, can control it? If you don't know what something is, how will you be able to control it? Before you understand what the cell phone is, will you be able to control the cell phone? Of course not. So that's the problem that I, I, I realized quite a while ago. The people say things that they don't understand. So what is the mind? Well, to understand the mind, 
um, we need to do a kind of uh, an exercise. And this exercise is very simple. Uh, if you close your eyes, and let's say I'm asking you to think about uh, a dog, and then um, you will see in your mind a picture of a dog. And if I ask you uh, what's the weight of that dog and what's the color and what expression that dog has on its face, you will give me all of this uh, information. And we, when I will ask you to point out where is the dog, if I ask you to take a finger and to point where the dog is, you will tell me that it's somewhere in front of you or to the side of you, somewhere around you. And that you will not point uh, your finger to your brain, which means you're looking at some kind of a picture that is not in your head. It's outside of you. And that is your mind. The mind is actually a composite of pictures. That's all. Every second, you take pictures, 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 and uh, that's your mind. It's a composite of pictures. Does it make sense to you? Absolutely, Mayor. When you first asked me that question, I was I was stumped because, like you said, people think that the mind and the brain are the same. So Lip Talk Nation, did you understand the simplicity of the answer that Mayor gave us? So he gave you a scenario to go through, picturing something in your mind, such as a dog, how much it weighs, and you know, what it looks like. And then, you know, he asked you to point to where it's at and you point out to what is in front of you or to the side of you. And like you said, Mira, the mind is a composite of pictures. Lip Talk Nation, did you understand this definition? So what we see in the mind is a bunch of pictures. Now you gave us a certain number. You gave me a certain number. So what is the number of pictures that people can process in um, a short amount of time? Yeah, actually at every second you take 25 pictures and then every picture has uh, 59 perceptions in it. And it's quite amazing uh, the amount of data. Uh, and that amount of data is the proof that the mind is not part of the body. Because if you take every cell in the body and you calculate the capacity of the cell to remember or to store information, you will see that uh, if you take every cell of the body, you will not, the body will not be able to remember more than three months worth of data. Yet a person never loses any piece of information. Even if it's not accessible to you right now, I can make you remember or recall every single piece of data. There is not one piece of data that ever crossed your eyes or your senses that you actually don't have recorded within you. And that's amazing. Yes, it is. And I love how simple you gave us that the definition was very simple. And Eliptok Nation, the mind is very powerful. And that is exactly why I wanted to have Mir Ezra on the show is because I want to help you all. And he wants to help you all conquer the negative information or the negative pictures that you're seeing in your mind and change them to positive. So your definition of the mind really helped me simplify what I allowed myself to dwell on and what I see as my reality mirror so many people have a false sense of reality and i want to know if you will explain to lip talk nation your concept of how you validate things yes so, so basically if you look at the person uh, we said that you you have your mind yes and your mind have pictures and you're using those pictures uh, to handle life uh, because you look at something and you compare it to what you have in your mind and you make a decision based on that 
And really, that's the problem. Because what happened in the past is not what will happen in the future. What's really happening right now is people looking at something and they said that the only thing that will happen in the future is based on what's happened in the past and what's in their mind. But actually, all great inventors, all great successes come because someone says, I don't care what's happened in the past. This going to happen. It can be done. Something totally new can be done. And that's the only way that you can actually improve. You will improve only if you will be able to actually let go of your past and decide, okay, I can create anything into the future. The only thing that limits you from creating anything into the future is because you have so much trust and so much important in the past. And the more the past is important for you, the less successful you will be. Well, I loved how you just pointed out. I wanted to stop you with Lip Talk Nation. Did you hear what he just said? A lot of the reason why somebody doesn't succeed or they have this negative mindset is because you put so much trust in the past. And what a beautiful way to describe this. This is my mind. Okay, so the pictures I'm seeing right now and my sense of reality, Mary, I just wanted to stop you right there for this moment so that they understand that those who are struggling are putting trust in the past. And I love how you said that we need to conquer, to let go of that and to keep moving forward like all inventors do is because they keep moving forward. So uh, that's why I, wanted, I just had to stop you. So you go ahead and finish. No problem. So yes, yeah, so, the, so the past is actually the limiting factor, but how do you know where, where is the problem? How do you know when to say, okay, that's enough. It's not good. I must not think like that. Uh, so you've got this, uh, if I look at a person, you can divide uh, person reality to three parts. You have things that you know, you have things that you don't know, and you have one more thing that's called fake reality or, or a false sense of reality. And what that piece of uh, concept is, is that how, how will I define a fake reality? A fake reality is a piece of data that I believe to be true, but do not produce the expected results. So every time I don't have in my life the expected results, I use fake reality, which means I use the past. If you see that the result is not what you expected to have, you need to know 100%. This is more, it has to be clear to you that you consider something to be true that is actually not true. And once you will have this realization, once you'll have this cognition, this wow moment, you will be able to change. And any change at that moment will be good, any change. The only thing that will kill you is if you'll continue with that piece of fake reality because it will continue to bring you failure, pain, misery, uh, hopelessness, all the bad things that people don't like. And the only way to improve is to do something different, something, something that you didn't do up to now. Even if it will be the wrong thing, it will be better than what you're doing right now. Any change is better than no change. Okay, Lip Talk Nation. 
Did you catch that, Mir? You just gave a really great definition of fake reality. And I know many of the listeners, they've already written in. I, I get them daily of how they're struggling. How can they conquer the circumstances that they are in? And you defined a fake reality is something that you believe is true, but you are not getting the expected results. And I love how you pointed out that we needed to do something different so that we can improve, even if it's not the right results, but you said just to do something different to break the cycle so that you can start figuring it out. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, th- this is really powerful because the, the problem that people have is they don't have an indication. You know, in order for a person to improve, in order, if, you, if you look at science, science actually started to improve when they developed ways to measure things. Without measuring, you cannot improve. When you realize that your measurement as a person is the result, then you will not be able to come up with excuses because if the result is not what you expected, and if you know that it is your fake reality, not someone else, it's you, then you'll be able to do something about it. Every time that you will blame someone else for the unexpected results, you will not be able to do anything about it. Because if I blame you, I cannot control you. I can definitely control me. But if I'm it's me that caused that, I'm operating on a piece of fake reality, I can change something, then things will improve. Absolutely. I love how you you said that science improved when they started measuring their results. So they removed the excuses. Are you measuring your results, Lip Talk Nation? What a great challenge this is for us, Mir. Uh, Thank you so much for that. Clearly, you have helped over a million people to be more positive and become more successful. You have also built 24 companies in 27 countries, and you have even established the most successful distributor of gasoline management systems, which is a company that within three years grew over to $100 million. So I'm wondering if you will share with us, Mir, if you had to overcome any difficulties in achieving your success? Yeah, many, many, many. Any person that's going to go to, to create anything will get the um, counter intention and the pushback from people that do not see uh, basically it can be done because you create a new thing. So the, the difficulties were me, and, and I, I'd like to start actually from the end, and I want to explain what success means. Success has a very, very interesting definition, or I have a very interesting definition for the word success. And I said that success is the sum of all validated improvements. As long as you look at something and you validate it as improvement, or someone else validated as improvement for you, you will be successful. You stop succeeding, you start to fail when someone validating the failure. So the first thing to learn, the first thing you need to know, the most, most important part of success is to be able to look at yourself and validate your improvement. How you do that? You say, okay, good. This is not the expected result. So I already have an improvement because I realized what is not, what is the expected result and what is not. And then making a change and getting the result of that change. Even if that change is not what you expect, it's still a success for you. And the more successes you have, the more, every time you succeed a little bit more, 
you basically convince yourself that you can. Once you convince yourself that you can enough time, you can. It's like riding a bicycle. Once you convince yourself enough time that you can ride a bicycle, that's it, you can. And once you actually succeeded once, you cannot fail ever again. Lip Talk Nation, I'm going to stop you right there, Mayor. Once you experience success one time, you will continue to experience success. And I have to point out that it's still the perception, you know, that goes back to your definition of the mind and your sense of reality as well. And that's what Life in Purple is all about, changing the pictures, changing the negative things that people see and validate to the positive things. And I love how you said that even someone else can speak life into you. Someone else can validate for you your success. And then you said the opposite. So I'm going to challenge Lip Talk Nation to go ahead and validate what is happening today in this moment. And that, in fact, you're listening to this episode. So good job, Lip Talk Nation. And we're going to go ahead and move forward. Uh, with with life and be more positive. So thank you so much for pointing that out. The more you validate your success, then you can't stop succeeding. I love that, Mayor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this, this is really probably that's the most important. The, the, the only the only way for a person to fail is you, you know to to do anything you have to go through kind of a step. Uh, and if the step is too high, you cannot do it. And you need to cut down to smaller steps. So that in order for a person to fail, he actually has to hit a big enough step so he cannot climb that step. Now, when you realize that success is the sum of all validated improvement, it means that you actually know what the size of steps to take in order to improve. And the, the key and the way that people fail, they they kind of losing patience and they try to chew too much. They try to take too big of a step. If you just take the steps, regardless of how small they are, you will achieve success. It might, you might feel at the beginning that it's very, very, very slow. But if you continue, if you just continue to validate one step at a time, you will achieve success. You cannot fail. Um, it is like riding a bicycle when you ride a bicycle, you have this cogwheel, the one big cogwheel and the second one is small. And when, when, there is a, when you want to go up, what you do, you, you pedal a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and you don't see much, more, much movement. But there is a movement. The only time that you will fall is if you will put the gear in such a way that it's too difficult for you to pedal, so you will stop. What you need to do in life is to create the correct relationship, the, the correct cog relationship on your bicycle to, to success. And if you have that, if you have the correct relationship, you will see that you will actually succeed. And what that correct relationship is, anything that you do, you need to make sure that you have an improvement. And then you validate it, and then you continue to the next improvement. And as long as there is any improvement, you will eventually get to a huge success, not small, because you train yourself and you will see that at the beginning it will be very small steps. But as you will go along, the step will become bigger and bigger and bigger. And the stop is when someone or yourself validating some kind of a failure. I ignore failures totally and I look only at successes. I never look at failures. I just ignore them. They never happen. 
That's so huge. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear his discipline? Do you hear how he perceives his reality is that he ignores failures? And that has been how you have been able to conquer. I love at the beginning of this answer, you said uh, that there will be counter intention um, that will happen when you start creating a new thing. So how how did you conquer those obstacles or what were some of those that you had to conquer? Well, you know, I, I, the the obstacles were actually from the day that I was born. I was born with my two feet pointing backward, so I couldn't walk. And they put me in cast for six years, and every three, four days, they would take off the cast and break the feet, turn them in. And it was painful, and it was terrible. And then, and like every after six years, they took it off, and they said, well, you know, you will not walk. And yet, I actually not only work, but I went into the most difficult um, unit in the Israeli army and did the most unbelievable thing. And I'm doing karate and I'm doing all of these amazing things. Why? Because I decided that I will succeed. And how I, how I did it is by taking small steps that I could validate them and have, okay, this is done, now the next one. This is done and now the next one. And I didn't get impatient on, in the way. And, and what happened, because you do one at a time and you totally ignore the failures, all of a sudden you start running. And one day you start running. And that's how it happened in business, the same thing. In business, you, you, the, the, the sensitivity or the radar that you need to develop is for people that validating your success. There's no such thing as good people or bad people. People are basically good. All people are basically good from their own viewpoint. Even, the, even a murderer that is really can consider to be like really bad, from his viewpoint, he is somehow surviving. That's his way to survive. So people are really, really good. What, what's the problem is, is what's the viewpoint? Will they look at the good things at the successes of the improvement or will they look at the failure if you concentrate with if you get around you if you associate yourself only with people that see improvement they just ignore failure you will have a success if you surround yourself with people that see problems that see uh, failures that see bad things you will end up with failure. So all you have to do is really the standard definition of success. Success is the sum of all validated improvement. You, number one, and everyone around you have to be totally blind for failures and totally locked on successes. Just validate the successes, validate the successes, validate the successes. Failure, not a problem. Failure is just another way to start again and to improve in a better way. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I clearly see how your passion began just to conquer things with the first six years of of your life and how much pain you endured being born with your feet facing the other direction. I really can't imagine, but I admire you so much, Mira, for for continuing to conquer you that created something inside of you at such a young age to want to conquer and it's exactly what you said ignore failure decide to succeed 
and validate success. And failure only causes you to start over again. Lip Talk Nation, how many of you need to start over? I like to say, Mira, that everyone can start over every 15 seconds because we do not need to limit ourselves. And I love how you continually say it is what you validate. So validate success. Wow, Mira, I am absorbing so much information right now. And I want to know now, how did your passion to want to help others begin? So from the really young age, at the age of 13, I already made more money than my parents. Um, because my parents were not rich or anything. My father was at the beginning a policeman. Later on, he moved to become a religious person. And my mother worked for the city. And so we, we didn't really have money. And so by, by the age of 13, I made more money than them. And, uh, and I started to, to see that people are really, really good. And um, I made money and I thought that I would be very happy because I could uh, have money. But I realized that having the money did not actually make me happy. What made me happy is helping my family. When I gave that money to my parents, when I helped uh, other friends, when I, when I did something that had value, that's what made me happy. And, I, and, I, and, and it was quite amazing for me because at the beginning, I just wanted to have money because we didn't have money. I just wanted money. But I realized that the money is not what made me happy. What made me happy is that helping the family. And then I thought, okay, good, of course, it's your family. But, and as I continued through life, I realized that the only thing that makes me really, really happy and the only purpose for living that a person has is in how many people he can help. I realized that even in a romantic relationship is how much can I, can I help my spouse? If I can, I feel happy. If not, I, I don't feel happy. So I re that for me, and I think for all people, really the one thing that a person has that is really, really, really important is in for how many people can he help? And for me personally, my purpose is to help as many people as possible, as fast as possible, and help them what? What, what kind of help? To demonstrate the full ability. Because I believe, I know, I don't believe, I actually know for sure that people have an average 600,000 times more abilities than what they have resolved to show for it. If each person will look at in, in himself, he will know that he has much more abilities than he shows results. What's missing is the ability to demonstrate those abilities because those abilities you never lose. It's not something that you lose. You're just not willing to demonstrate those abilities because in the past you tried to demonstrate them and someone did not validate the improvement. They validated the failure. So you say, oh, I don't want to fail. And from that moment onward, you cut on your ability or your willingness to show your abilities. So all I'm doing is I'm helping people to demonstrate their abilities. I'm not giving them abilities. I'm not doing anything. I'm just helping people to demonstrate their abilities. I hear so much fire and passion in your voice with this answer. You began 
making more money, Mira, at the age of 13 than your parents did. And what caused you to want to help others is you saw the response of what happened to your parents and your friends that you could help them when you gave them money or when you could do something for them. And it was the validation that you got that made them happy and that made you happy and it became a domino effect. And I love how you, you help others now. It's not like you're giving them any more abilities. You are helping them helping them take action on their abilities. And this is so true. This hits home for me and what I want others to do as well. So I have the same mission as you. I love seeing what happens to someone when they know how to take action on their life, when they know how to become happy and they know how to become successful. So uh, you just stirred something inside of me as well. So you are very contagious to me. Thank you (laughs) so much for sharing this, this knowledge and you simplify so much for people to, to look at life and how they view the reality. So I'm a huge fan of positive affirmations, Mira, and so are the people here at Life in Purple. So I'm curious, I'm very curious, do you say any positive affirmations or do you have a daily mantra that you live by? Actually, I think that there is a gradient scale where at the beginning you need to say things to yourself, some kind of a mantra or something like that, and at one point you just know. Once you've been, why do you say to yourself uh, something, uh, you repeat it every day, etc. You're basically saying, look, this is true, this is true, I'm validating that, I'm validating that. At one point, you just know. I love that answer. At one point, you just know. And I found that true when I've interviewed some other people um, that are experts in positive affirmation because they say there are no obstacles. And I find this very fascinating with people who are successful. And this is pretty much the same answer that they say. And so like you said, I find that in the beginning, I had to say a lot of positive affirmations and I still do, but you become them. And I love, I love how you say that you be, it, it, you just are that and you look at life as no obstacles and no failure. You're moving forward. It just gives you a chance to start over. So I love this perspective. Yeah, you know, it's like you know your name. You don't need to remind yourself your name. You need, because before it actually becoming something that you know, it contains some kind of a force in it. And if you put force into something, automatically you will get counterforce. So if you say, I want to be successful, I want to be successful, I want to be successful, what actually you say? You say that you can be a failure. Right. you actually bringing about a failure. If you say, I want to be successful, 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 it means I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That's what you actually say. A person that is successful, if you don't have pain in your hand, you don't say, I don't want to have pain in my hand, I don't want to have pain in my hand. It's only when you have pain in your hand that you say, I don't want to have pain. So by saying, I want to be successful, you actually affirming, you actually promoting, you actually validating failure. So you need to know, you need to just know, make a decision, know, do something, validate the improvement, go to the next thing. Because if you keep on one thing, you actually putting yourself in a jail because you're pushing. Every time you push, you get some pushback because this is this universe, yes? Every force has a counterforce. Correct. And this is a very different view. So as soon as you can, as soon as you can, you always start with a gradient of, of course, you start with affirmation, you say to yourself, but as soon as you can, the faster you can do, get to a point where you actually know, you know I, I know I'm successful. 
I love how you just pointed that out. So how you're saying your affirmations, you could be actually validating the negative side. So Lip Talk Nation, grab a hold of that. What are you saying to yourself? And you need to know and to become the positive and not validate the negative. Don't even accept it. Wow. So much to think on on this on this perspective. Thank you so much for sharing this part of your life with us and being vulnerable with us. So I've recently started asking this question, and I believe I've asked you this question the last time we talked, but I, I love asking my friends now and people that mentor me. So what lessons are you learning right now? Right now. Okay. <laughs> First of all, every time you say something, every time you teach, if you actually teach, if you don't say so when a person talks, he can talk in two modes. Mode number one, where he's parroting things. He just say things because he heard them and he repeat them. Most of the people, most of the time, I, I estimate about 90% of the time, just parroting things. They hear, they hear something somewhere and they're repeating it. But People that actually take what they hear, use it, bring about a, some kind of an improvement, validate it, make that thing theirs. It's not anymore something they heard. They actually make that thing theirs. And now they can use it to improve someone else's life. And what I'm doing when I'm talking to you, and you have a very special ability to get it out of people, that when you... When I talk to you, I get this thing that I want to give. And because I want to give more, I actually make those steps that I was talking about a bit higher because I want to give even more. And I think that this ability to give is the biggest, biggest thing a person has. And technically what happens is you can think about a person as um uh, when you are born or at any given moment, you can think about the person as an inert uh, entity. Like you have the same amount of pluses and the same amount of minuses. If you start to give pluses out, if you start to help people, what happens, you become negatively charged. Everyone around you will have to give you positive flaws. So how much positive flow, how much help you'll get from your environment, how lucky will you be is proportional to how much positive you will give. And the only way to give this positiveness is by knowing. It's not by thinking. It's not by trying. It's not by hoping. It's by knowing. You just know that this is what you are. You want to help. And you have this ability to cause people to want to give more. And this is like, I think it's, it's gold. It's better than gold. You have an amazing ability and I love you for that. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for saying that. I do wake up every day wanting to help someone and the battle, you know, like you said earlier on in one of the answers, you have counter intention, uh, you know, that comes and attacks you when you start and creating something new. And I really appreciate that you say this because I want to be like you as well. And I want Lip Talk Nation to understand that, you know, that, that the ability to give with passion is more rewarding 
than than the money and the wealth that comes along with it. And I love how you pointed out by knowing, and I love you for that, with you sharing all of this information with us. So thank you. Um, my, my goal, my personal goal is to be contagious with people, to want them to take action and not to entertain. So I believe that's exactly the lesson that you're learning. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Mir for sharing so, sharing so much value with us. So we're going to move on to part of the show uh, that we call lightning round. So it's very easy. I'm going to ask you some fun questions, and all you have to do is answer them short, sweet, and to the point so that we can get to know you on a fun level. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. I'm always ready. <laughs> all right. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Power to help everyone. Help everyone. Boom. How do you like your coffee? Strong. Strong. Even yeah. better answer. All right. What's your most embarrassing moment? Most embarrassing moment? I got uh, once uh, into a class in, in the army uh, after I was uh, with my girlfriend at the time. Now she's my wife. Uh, and my tent was open and I didn't notice. Oh. That's <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, yeah. what is your your favorite sport? Kitesurfing. Yes, I thought I'm uh, that would be it. All right, what is your favorite book to read? The favorite book? Mm, uh, Atta Shrug. I really love that book. Awesome. And what is your favorite color? Uh, favorite color? Blue. Blue. I actually pictured you saying that before yeah. you answered that. So check wow. that out. I did. I know. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, <laughs> what a great time I've had with you, Mayor, on Life in Purple and here, you know, at uh, Lip Talk Nation. Thank you for sharing with us some fun facts about you. And most of us, regardless of our passion, started out as fans of someone else's work. So who are some of your inspirations or heroes? Heroes? Mm. Hmm. That's interesting. Who are my heroes or inspirations? Mm. Well, there is uh, quite a few, but they are Israelis. <laughs> so, mm. and I don't think people will know them. That's okay. But, but I think my, uh, probably my biggest hero, the, the one that uh, influenced me, uh, the person that influenced me the most is... Um, person that I met uh, in Israel when I was just starting after the army, and his name is Avi Kodra, and uh, he, he had a major business, um, and um, I met him, and I started to help him in his business, and we had many, 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 many hours of talking, uh, and those, uh, those conversations made me realize uh, that I know not to understand that I know those conversations on, we had like hours and hours of conversation. And I was like a young boy, like, uh, I don't know, 26 years old. And he was like 45 or 50. And uh, he, he was like a multi, multi millionaires. And I was just at the beginning and I was talking to him for hours and hours and hours. And I realized that I know because every time I talk to him, he was like, wow, wow, I don't believe that. I don't be and he was like going on and on and on. And he was uh, asking me to come and sit with him in his, this very expensive office. And um, 
I would just talk to him for hours. And I think he made the most impact on me because he, in a very clever way, he validated me. And it's not that I was more clever than him or anything. He just wanted to help me. And he validated me and caused me to understand that I actually know. I love that. It is so important to have a hero. And it's not necessarily that it has to be someone famous, but someone like you said, that validates what you already know how to do so that you can continue to do it better. Thank you so much again for, you know, sharing this with, with us, Lip Talk Nation. It's good to have a mentor. It's good to have someone who validates your successful actions. So, Mayor, do you have any final advice or words of encouragement to help people who are struggling with success or to become yeah. successful or even, yes, go ahead. So generally, if I look at uh, life, I look at life as a maze. Uh, and what you do when you are in a maze, uh, you see walls. And every, wherever you, you go, you just see walls in front of you, walls on the side, walls behind you. You see walls. And that is a kind of a maze. Uh, because you go and you hit a lot of walls and you don't know where, where should you turn, left or right. It all looks the same. And there's not actual net to get out of the maze. And um, people struggling with that. The way to get out of that maze is getting basically two options. Either you get the knowledge, which is the map, or you get a coach that actually can look at the maze from outside and lead you through the maze. A coach do not tell you what to do. He shows you the map. A coach is just a shortcut, a shortcut, for if you don't have the time to invest in learning and actually figuring out the map. If you go through life without coach, life will be like you'll hit a lot of walls. If you do find a coach, it will help you a lot. And the best way to have that, the best way to get out of the mess is actually not by a coach, but although a coach is a good, good, good uh, solution, uh, the best way is to learn the data for yourself, to find the logic behind the math and actually build your own map. And if you do find the basic truth about the maze that's called life, you will be able to navigate yourself and you will be able to navigate others out of the maze as well. And outside of the maze, on the other side, there is all the things that we, we, we consider that are valuable, love, communication, uh, admiration, uh, success, health is all outside of that maze. Within the maze, you have only problems, pain, suffering, and most of the people are in the maze. And then if you could find a way to get the data to take you out of the maze, you're not only going to be very happy yourself, you'll make a lot of other people very happy. Okay, thank you so much for this challenge. I, when I asked you about how to help others and final thoughts for people who are struggling, you gave such a beautiful answer. Lip Talk Nation, Mir challenges all of you to get a coach that can show you the map to life and he looks at life as a maze. What a, what a great thing. I believe so because if you don't get a coach, someone who can just show you the map, doesn't give you the answers but shows you how to uh, navigate through the maze, then you're just go through life bumping into the walls. What a great example. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. All right.
you have given such great information, Mayor. I've, I have here, yes, that you offer an audio recording where people can learn how to increase their life 100x. And you even recommend that they listen to it over and over again. So I'm wondering, why, why do you call it 100x and why not 10 or 99 even? Yeah, 100 is a very special um, number. You, you, you see like um, water boil in uh, 100 uh, degrees Celsius. Uh, you get 100% in an exam. Uh, 100 is a very special number and it, it, it's not by mistake. Uh, because before you actually go over that 100, you're actually not going to succeed. You need to plan 100 times than what you want to get what you want. You, it's just through experiment and experience I found in life that if I want to achieve something, I need to, I will get hundreds of what I actually want. Why? Because every time you want to do something, you will get this counter intention. You need to push hundred times more against the hundred intention to get what you actually wanted at the beginning. So if I want hundred dollars, I plan to do $100 times 100. If I want one client, I'm planning to have 100 clients. If I want one clause, I plan 100 clauses. And, and just through experience, I saw that if you do anything less than that, you don't get it. Because life is built around this, this 100. And if you will look for yourself, you will see that many things, the make or break point is 100. Like, if you live 100 years, it means, wow, you, you went over the threshold. Uh, it, it, everything has, 100 has something magical about it. And um, when I started to help people, I saw that uh, at the beginning, I thought, well, you know, we need to plan like twice more. And I saw we're not getting the result. And I said, okay, fine, 10 times more, not 50 times more, not. Only when I started to plan 100 times more than what I wanted, is where I actually started to get the results. And then I developed this whole series of um, recording that actually teach a person how to be able to get 100, how to be able to get what he wants by planning 100 times more. And the first, first part of that recording is how do you actually solve any problem? Because if you cannot... If you don't learn the technology, the methods, the, the, the know-how, the, the mechanics of how to solve any problem, any problem whatsoever, if you don't know that, you cannot even start. So the first recording is designed to help people to solve any problem. And this is so successful that we actually created the, the recording. We gave it to thousands and thousands of people and we tested them. And we saw that uh, the actually every person that used that thing was, became successful. And we have lots of success stories. Uh, so we decided that uh, when we're selling those recordings, if a person is not happy at any given time, he can just ask for a refund. And we never, uh, never, never got one person to ask for a refund yet. Wow. Okay. So you make this sound very simple. Lip Talk Nation, uh, it's, it's definitely something that I would challenge all of you to, to listen to and to sign up for. So this is just the tip of the iceberg. Am I right? Of what you do, of what you can offer? Yeah. Yeah. This is really the, the, 
the beginning of the beginning. Because once, once you really start to realize that problems are actually something that is totally under your control, and once you realize that there is a very specific math that you can learn and get yourself into the success that you know you have in you, you know these abilities are in you. Once you realize that and you start to show results, you will need much more tools. And I will supply you the tools. And those tools are from how to become a good parent to how to run a company to how to handle money once you have money and how do you make sure that you don't lose the money and what do you do with people that will try to stop you and uh, how do you handle um, accidents. And basically, there is not one piece of life that I'm not covering because I think that if you know the truth, that truth will apply to all life. It, it will not apply to one thing. It will apply to all life. Wow. That, this is very impressive, incredible, and still so simple. And I, I know that you have a 100% money-back guarantee. So that's how uh, I know in Lip Talk Nation that this will actually help you. So they can get the first audio recording at www.100xyourlife.com. Is this correct, Mir? Yep. Yes. 100%. 100xyourlife.com. And, and you will actually 100x your life. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not just a slogan. It's not just, you will see. And the 100x your life means that you will aim for 100 and you will get what you want. There you go, Lip Talk Nation. And I am able to offer the listeners, offer to you, Lip Talk Nation, a $10 discount when you use my code LIPTALK10. That's LIPTALK10. So normally the audio is $27 and you will get a $10 discount thanks to Mir and his team. So that's LIPTALK10. That's the code that you use. And you will also want to check out Mir Live. I highly recommend that you do Lip Talk Nation. So where else can we find out more about you besides um, 100xyourlife.com? So you can go to www.guaranteedprosperityint.com. And uh, of course, you can uh, follow me on Facebook and uh, Twitter. But uh, guaranteedprosperity.com, guaranteedprosperityint.com will get you to see videos and there's ton of free stuff there and articles about any subject from children to marriage to business to how to handle accidents to anything, any, like really any subject. And you can uh, register to different newsletters, videos. Uh, you can attend the free webinars from that website. I, I have a lot of activities going on uh, and I have uh, many, 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 many people around the globe that's following me. Tons of free data, videos, articles, uh, webinars. Uh, you can uh, join different uh, groups. It, it's just full with data, very easy to use. And everything that I'm giving you there is actually very, very practical. It's not just uh, theory. It's actually things that you can take Use, get results. 
awesome. I cannot wait for the listeners to get to know you as well as I have. And I really, really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. I thank you so much for letting us get to know you on a deeper level, Mirror. I know that your story and valuable tips have been an inspiration to me and Lip Talk Nation. So what an honor once again to have you. Thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to laura at laurasprag.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.